Que Dios te bendiga. Peace to you, brothers and sisters in Christ. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Que no, okay, tú no sinceras y pengan de la noche. Our message today is where can we find peace? We'll be reading from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, verses 13 to 14. And Gospel of John, chapter 16, verse 33. We all agree that 2020 is indeed a very difficult year. I believe that all of us will be uh, spending a different Christmas this year. And Luke chapter 2 recorded the first Christmas we ever experienced. The Son of God, the Word become flesh and dwell among us on that certain Christmas Eve. The King of Kings and the Lord of Lords humbled himself and uh, agreed to be born in a manger that year. However, that evening, the angels proclaimed this message. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. The real meaning of Christmas, glory to God and peace to man. May I ask you this question for this year? As we face the global pandemic this year, do we really have peace in our heart? In John chapter 16, verse 33, Jesus said, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. When Jesus said that this world we will have troubles, but in Him we will have peace. What kind of peace is He referring to? With two different questions, may I share with you our message for this, this day. The first question is, what is the peace of the world? And the second question, what is the peace of the Bible? Let us first look at the first question. What type of peace the world offered us? And from human perspective, the peace that the world can give will not depart from these five different areas. And after you've uh, attained these five areas, maybe you'll feel that you have peace. What areas are we referring to? The first, a tranquil environment. 
Even if we feel that the year 2020, we do not have peace. Because we, all of us exist not in a tranquil environment. No matter where you go, our hearts are filled with fear. Especially whenever you visit a hospital, we're afraid. I recall that during this pandemic times, one day suddenly I have a toothache. And I need to visit the hospital. But at that time I was so tense. My family members were very concerned. All of them thought that hospital is not a safe place to visit during this time. Not just the hospital, the public places. Even if you take a flight, you enter the plane and to go to another country. We are all very tense. It seems that there's no place that can provide us the tranquility in this world. This global pandemic, COVID-19, is global in nature. All of us really hope to have such peaceful environment. A place where there's no war. An environment with no disasters. And a place where there will be no illness. Second, People of this world, they long for an inner peace. Even if you have attained an externally peaceful environment, however, deep inside our hearts, we do not experience such an inner peace. In the same way, we lost our peace. If we do not have peace in our heart, we cannot enjoy a meal. We cannot enjoy a good sleep. And all of us will be so tense and worried. It's not possible for us to experience peace. In the past nine months, many among us we do not have peace in our hearts. Globally, people of the world not just are after an external peace, but they are in search for their inner peace. And they resort to different practices like meditation in order to obtain an inner peace in their heart. Thirdly, in the worldly pursuit of peace, they are pursuing a healthy body. Imagine whenever you have the uh, blood test or examine uh, your body. After you uh, read the results or the report, and you realize that the report has many stars. Will you have peace? Do you know what type of stars are they? All of the indicators are high and dangerously high. 
and maybe your cholesterol or, or your uh, blood sugar is is high. Or your, your the level of sugar in your blood is too high. Or your blood pressure so is abnormally high. That's why in your heart you'll be so troubled and worried. However, if just one or two indicators will be a high, even if the situation is not as serious, maybe you'll be uh, uh, you'll enjoy a little peace. However, if you your record is spotlessly clean without star, which proves that physically you're still very healthy, I believe then you'll be overjoyed. Do you know that this year? And uh, globally, everyone in this world, they dreaded to hear this word. Positive. And the word is positive. Get the positive, then the When anything about the report uh, showed that you're positive. So then, every time you lose your health, then you lose your peace. Fourth. Everyone longs for a happy family. A blissful, an ideal family. Where couples would respect each other. Where parents enjoyed harmonious relationship with their children. Brothers and sisters love each other. And such situation would pro pro provide us with a blissful and ideal environment feeling. On the con contrary, if couple would constantly fight or argue, and parents uh, do not enjoy good relationship with their children, and brothers and sisters do not coexist harmoniously, but instead quarreled or fight against each other. How can you experience peace? And last year, Hong Kong experienced such a chaos and disruption. Many families lost their peace. Because parents quarreled with their children in many families in Hong Kong. And even to the extent of opposing each other. And it ended with family members leaving their homes. And sometimes young people, the children, they will leave their homes. And some families, the parents drove away their children from their homes. If families like this do not enjoy peace, I believe there is no peace in your heart. However, if you have a blissful and peaceful environment, you have a peace in your inner heart. If you enjoy physically healthy bodies, and you have a very happy family, it's not yet enough. You still lack Something very important. So, what is that? You need to have sufficient funds or money. Even if you have money, it doesn't necessarily mean or guarantee you that you will have peace. Without money, then you will definitely lose your peace. Chinese has this saying. 
everything goes wrong for a poor couple. That saying is so meaningful. Though love is very important in a, a relationship, but even in such relationship, you cannot go without bread. A beautiful and blissful family still requires money to support. And that's your basic need. Imagine a family where they constantly worry day after day what food, how much money to put on the table, and what, how could they exist? And you'll uh, realize how tense the environment will be. And your indices for peace will gradually and uh, drastically drop. And you know, some people, they have uh, abundant money. Even if uh, their, the, the account or the statement in their bank would provide them uh, endless funds. Maybe uh, there will be 10 zeros after whatever number before those. Even if you add another zero to that number, to that person, it will not increase a bit the enjoyment, materialistically speaking, because they already have enough. However, even if you add a certain zero to that number, it will increase the sense of security for that person. And that's why some people, money would add the sense of security for them. Church, if you truly experience or enjoy these five areas, if any one of you truly enjoyed a tranquil environment, had inner peace in your heart, enjoy physically healthy bodies, and uh, live in a happy family with sufficient money. Too many, they thought that as long as they possess these five ingredients, then they will have peace. In reality, they do not truly enjoy true peace, but simply lead a peaceful life. And there's a very famous picture or portrait that we could uh, refer to. Uh, on the left side, you'll see that such a peaceful and serene environment. There's a, a huge mountain and a large body of water. The clarity of the body of water gave a very good reflection on the magnificent mountain. And underneath this picture, it says, Calm. On the other side of this picture, another portrait, you'll see a great waterfall rushing from the top. And there was a certain tree under this waterfall. An extended branch could be seen in that picture. And you could see a nest of a bird 
being nestled under the branch. And this bird was soundly asleep in his nest. And underneath this picture, two words appeared. Peace. If you would combine these two pictures together, it's so meaningful. On one hand, it connotes calmness. On the other side, it connotes the true peace. Uh, whatever happened to people in the world, the most that they could enjoy is a peaceful life and not a life filled with calmness. And such situation would be temporary in nature. It will not for, uh, last forever. What kind of peace does the Bible uh, pertain to? Jesus clearly told his disciples that in this world, you will have troubles. In me, you will have peace. The peace that the Bible is referring to is peace in your troubles. Let us uh, ponder upon this second question. What does the peace in the Bible mean? As all of us uh, face the global pandemic of the COVID-19, a phenomenon never happened, never seen in the last hundreds of years. Uh, in the 14th century, and Europe, it, uh, uh, the Black Death uh, uh, situation happened. And it uh, started with rodents. It resulted to so many deaths in Europe. Almost a third of the population in Europe died under this Black Death disease. But however, it only happened in Europe. It doesn't happen in Africa, in Asia, or even in North and South America. During the 19th century, uh, we recall that cholera happened in that time, especially serious in country of India. And about 3.8 million people died. And even if that's the case, it was not global in nature. And uh, recently, 20 years ago, we all remembered SARS, which has affected the entire Southeast Asia. Of course, not every country uh, was as gravely affected. SARS has not affected Philippines as much. Probably we have more potent germs. Other countries, they, they, they suffered from SARS, countries like Singapore or Hong Kong. And some countries in Europe were also affected. And yet, the severity was not as serious. And you, you know, uh, there are only 8,422 cases globally. 
and it only uh, uh, the death only amounted to 900 plus persons. That's the hen game to or to get COVID 19. However, in this year 2020, and globally, we are experiencing 50 million cases and about a million deaths. It has never appeared in any time of the history. Most of us are extremely worried about our, the, the state of our physical health as well as our financial resources. And because of these big problems, and in the past certain period of time, many persons experience anxiety and depression. And we all know that anxiety is totally different from depression. What is the meaning of anxiety? Anxiety is worrying about certain things, certain people or matters. We are worried, we are anxious that your father, your parents, your children might contact this COVID-19. We are so worried about businesses being affected. Maybe you're concerned the many vehicles that you have at home that are, uh, are not used. Maybe the condition will deteriorate. Anxiety. And such anxiety you'll experience in your life. Depression. On the other hand, what's the meaning of depression? Depression is more serious. If a person is depressed, the person has lost hope for his future. Medically, the U.S. has this report. 18%, it was the estimate, 18% uh, of the population may experience anxiety one time or the other. I wonder how many percent in the Philippines. I believe that it will be more than 18%. That's why tranquilizers, uh, sleeping pills uh, are mostly welcome in the United States. And the best business is to sell such medicine. But if you pay attention, Amongst those who experience anxiety, only one-third of those who experience anxiety truly know the reason behind their anxiety. And two-thirds of those suffering from anxiety do not know the main reason or the real reason. And they are very good candidates for depression. And serious case of depression would even lead to suicidal instinct. Depression is not just physical, but psychological as well. 
Oftentimes, I would remind my fellow co-workers. Whenever you you experience depression, you should not look down to such person and say that because they do not love the Lord as much, they have not read as much Bible as possible. Depression, depression is physical Depression is not just physical, psychological. Uh, Spiritual, psychological, but it's physical as well. So That's why it's a serious situation. Let me ask you this question. Between males or female, which among the two groups would suffer depression most? According to medical report presented by the United States, female would uh, suffer depression easily as compared to male. More than 70%. And the probability is more than 70%. So, and maybe for the 10 persons suffering from depression, you'll see about 70% uh, women and 30% males. So, That's why it's not easy. As we are facing this serious problem, is it possible that you experience peace in your heart? But Jesus clearly tells us, told us that in this world you will have troubles. But in me you will have peace. How then can we experience the peace in spite of our troubles? Allow me to ask you these two questions. The first question. You think? It's okay for you to be worried? And my answer is, Yes, it's okay. It's alright for you to be worried. Because uh, there are so many troubles in our lives. And Jesus has clearly reminded us that. Do not be worried about what you eat or what you have for tomorrow. Because tomorrow will have worries of its own. And from that, Jesus is clearly reminded us that every day you will have something to be worried about. It's okay. It's alright. But never be worried about are things that will happen tomorrow or has not yet happened now. And Jesus was not lying or deceiving us. He clearly told us that there are so many different problems in this world. And difficulties and problems in life will bring about uh, worry or anxiety. But you need just to be worried about the worry of one day. Do not over worry and worry about what will happen tomorrow. In, in reality, some worries may be considered as good. It depends on what you are worried about. And allow me to explain this clearly later. The second question What is your greatest worry in one's life? And my answer is This greatest worry in life is not knowing where we are heading in the future. 
and to be direct and specific. Someday, if you will leave this world, if you do not know where you are heading, it is the greatest worry in your life. You need to be worried about this. Why is it that we have such question or problem? And you can find this in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 3, verse 11. He has made everything beautiful in its time. He has also set eternity in human heart. In the original text, it means uh, eternal life. When God created humans, God put this thing in the hearts of men. And it's called eternity. That's why eternity exists in every human's heart. Strangely enough, even while they lead each day on earth, in their heart they've been pondering and considering where they will go in the future. And this you will never see in animals like dogs and cats. Only humans will ask this question. When I leave this world, where will I go? For we have eternity in our hearts. When I was young as a teenager, I recalled asking my mother this question. Mom, where will men go after their death? A question suddenly raised by a teenager 12 or 13 years old. The child asked, Mom, where will men go after death? You know how my mother answered? Good men will go to heaven, while the evil ones will go to hell. And at that time, I dreaded death more and more. Because I fear that when I die, I will end up in hell. I do not have any peace in my heart. Today, many people are so afraid as they faced the prospect of this COVID-19. Especially those who have contacted COVID-19. Then, the more they are scared. Of course, all of us are so afraid that this COVID-19 will end up in death. But in reality, that itself is not as uh, fearsome. Because it's something that all of us will one day pass. Just come to think of it. If 100% of those who die will end up in heaven, no matter what kind of a person or what kind of lives they would lead, they will all end up in heaven. And everyone will have the same result. Even if you feel this sadness, if your loved ones will die, yet in your heart you will have that hope. Because we know we will go to heaven. And someday I will also go to heaven. And we shall see each other once again. And such worry would 
uh, significantly decreased. But the question is, how many of us clearly know that one day if we leave this world, we will go to heaven? And because of this, these worries and anxiety are produced and fears in their heart. A while ago, I said that sometimes it's good for you to be worried. Just like you need to be worried if you do not know where will you go after your death. During this short stint or short span of life, 70, 80 years or 90 years in one's life, and every year that we pass, we realize that we are one year less. When you reach 60 years old, you'll find out that time is fa- passing so fast. In the same way, a day pass as fast as a year would pass. If you are not sure or you do not know where your eternal repose will be, then you need to be worried. But here is this good news. Early on, Jesus has provided us with this answer. On the day that Jesus was born, when the angels announced and proclaimed that, peace on earth, goodwill towards men. The reason that Jesus was born is in order to give us the spiritual peace. After Jesus left this world, he uh, reminded his disciples, Let not your heart be worried. Even if you have trouble on earth, but in me, you will enjoy real peace. Those who really belong to the Lord Jesus Christ, all of us would have this inner spiritual peace, our spiritual hope. Because early on, we know where the eternal destination of our souls will be. The peace mentioned in the Bible, it's not dependent on if one has a uh, tranquil environment, if one will enjoy inner peace, if you have healthy body or a happy family with sufficient money. And they sing a ping to the Lord. You may ask, then where is the peace mentioned in the Bible? The peace of the Bible is found in the Lord Jesus Christ. Why? There are two reasons. Number one, first, the Lord Jesus has solved the problems of sin and death for mankind. It was clearly shown by the Bible. For all have sinned. Everyone on earth have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And the wages of sin is death. And that's why sin will bring about death. And death will give you worry and fear. 
That there's no peace in one's heart. But 2,000 years ago, the first Christmas, when the Son of God was born on earth, the problem is to resolve the problem of sin. In Hebrews chapter 2, verses 14 to 15, since the children have flesh and blood, he too shared their humanity, so that by his death he might break the power of him who holds the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who all their lives were held in slavery by their fear of death. Because of our sin, we became slaves of sins. And we are under the control of the evil one. Even if you do not want to sin, but you end up sinning. Because of God's love, He sent His one and only begotten Son for us and died on the cross on our behalf to die so that we need not die. If you have the opportunity to visit museum in London, uh, a picture there portraying the First World War. In that picture, you'll see a soldier. Um, both left and right hand holding on to an electric cable. And this soldier eventually died because of uh, being electric. What kind of a story is this tell telling? On that day, and because of the war, because of explosion, the electric cable was uh, uh, disrupted. Because an important message needs to be sent out. And this message uh, would, uh, uh, would affect the lives of uh, 200, uh, uh, 200 lives. And because of the urgency and the importance of this message, the soldier sacrificed his lives and hold on to the left and right side of the cable. So that this broken electric cable could function with current passing through his body. Message and the message was eventually sent. And in the end, the soldier sacrificed his life. Because of his death, 200 lives were saved. A person's death in place of 200 others. Apostle Paul mentioned in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 14. Because we are convinced that one died for all and therefore all died. The death of our Lord Jesus Christ was not just for 200 lives, but for all the lives in the world. The precious blood of our Lord Jesus Christ washed away all sins of the world and resolved the problem of sin and resolved the issue of death. And the question is, do you believe or do you not believe? Will you accept or will you reject? Maybe in your heart you are saying, 
Even if Jesus resolved the issue of death and sin, and yet as mankind need to face death, in the biblical truth, those who believe in the Lord, eventually they will not die, but they only they are sleeping. Someday, God will change this physical body of ours to be transformed to a glorified body. Because our human body, this human flesh, will never enter heaven. Let me tell you, our bodies, you will not uh, like to look at the state of this physical body if one will live up to 200 years of age. A 200, person, per, uh, 200 years old person who refused to die. The physical state will not be as human or as uh, a spirit. Physically, the body cannot last 200 years. It's only uh, our desire to be uh, living to eternity. It's not possible. So, so That's why God needs to change this physical body of ours and give us a glorified body. And peace is in our Lord Jesus Christ. For our Lord Jesus Christ has solved the problem or the question of sins and death. Second, Peace in the Lord Jesus Christ. Because he has prepared a home for those who belong to him. Six verses in Gospel of John, chapter 14, verses 1 to 6, uh, present to us a very famous passage. When Jesus was about to be separated from his disciples, Jesus encouraged them that let not your hearts be troubled. I go to prepare a place for you. If I go and prepare this place for you, I shall come back again. And to receive you to where I am. That is our hope. Do you know? When the Israelites, when the Jews heard this, they interpreted this with another meaning. What does it mean when Jesus said that I'll go to prepare a place for you? Because the Jews believed that. In uh, the Jewish tradition of getting married, it could be subdivided into two stages. Engagement and wedding. Oriental also have this uh, practice of having engagement and before the wedding. But the Jewish tradition is different. After a couple is uh, engaged, husband and wife. Uh, they are recognized as husbands and wife. And they should never be separated. Only physically, they don't reside in the same address. Why does a, a couple need to be engaged? There are two reasons. Number one, first, after engagement, the groom or the, the man has to go back to his place and prepare the new house for their uh, uh, wedding. After this man made all the preparation and if the place is ready, 
this groom or the man has to uh, go back and uh, bring this bride to this new home. Second, during this period of time, it provided a test for both the man and the woman. So, when the couple is engaged, both are not allowed to have any relationship with uh, opposite sex. That's why when uh, Jesus, uh, uh, mother on earth, Mary suddenly found herself to be pregnant. So Joseph, I divorce And during that time, Joseph wanted to divorce Mary. Because Joseph thought that maybe Mary had an affair. And when the Holy Spirit uh, spoke to Joseph, and uh, reminded him or uh, told Joseph that this uh, was from the Holy Spirit. And Joseph brought back Mary to his home. When Jesus told his disciples that I go to prepare a place for you, immediately his disciples understood that at that time it's just like the man or the groom-to-be was preparing a place for his bride-to-be. Someday when the bride will be when the groom returned and will accept and receive all of us to be together. That's the same explanation given by the Bible. Jesus is the groom and the church is his bride. When Jesus uh, go to prepare a place for us, after this new place is prepared, everyone on earth the whole world will be brought just like the bride, the church, and go to his place. Even if we all agree that year 2020 is not a peaceful year for us. It's a year filled with problems and anxieties and troubles. But Jesus said, In me, you will have peace. It's the peace that you will enjoy in the midst of your troubles. Because of Jesus Christ, we can overcome death and sin. And because of His birth, we all know that our eternal residence will be. You and I are not people that, were, that are considered as homeless. For Jesus has already prepared for us our eternal residence. Where can your peace be found? Peace cannot be found on earth. Our peace can be found in our Lord Jesus Christ. You will have peace if you have the Lord. And without Him, you will never experience true peace. May this Christmas be the, Christ, the year where you enjoy true peace. Because Jesus Christ is in your heart. May God bless you. Let's pray. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you because the true peace is, cannot be found on earth. The real peace could only be found in the Lord Jesus Christ. As we conclude this uneventful year 2020, but may your peace be within us. 
So that many would come to know your saving grace and salvation during this Christmas. In a year where the whole world uh, could not experience true peace, may the Prince of Peace be found in our heart. We thank and praise God. Listen to our prayers in the holy name of our Lord Jesus Christ and Savior. Amen. Amen. And next Sunday, we shall return back to our sermon series, From Ruin to Glory. And we will be discussing how to enter the abundance of God's presence and His character. Next Sunday, let's see each other again. God bless you. God bless you.